what an absorbing day, the first full day, really, that we've had, apart from day one, which I suppose was a, a day of testing out the uh, pink ball. But now we've got into the test match good and proper, and day four saw New Zealand take the advantage we were expecting them to take. 4.27 for eight, a lead of 369 on the first innings, and then by stumps they had three of the English wickets. Bold, bowling to Cook, who kicks it down the leg side, and appeal for a catch at the wicket and given. Down the leg side, he's nicked it, and Watling has taken a superb diving catch. Well, he's going to go round the wicket too in bowl term, and this delivery from round the wicket is a short one, which he does spot away, down towards long leg, and he's caught! Another bouncer, and it's taken the glove, and he's gone! Would you believe he's gloved it? Trent Bolt has him, and it's a snorting delivery. So three wickets for New Zealand, and the best one was the last ball of the day, Joe Root. Yes, and along with Cook, both players were capable of batting for a long time. Of course, that will hold New Zealand up as they try and work their way through this lengthy and quite strong English order. The, the bowling effort from New Zealand was demanding, uh, but the conditions were a lot easier for England to bat on than the first day, weren't they? They were. The ball wasn't moving quite so much through the air. It was more from the seam. Uh, they got a better stride in and got a lot better organised. So New Zealand had to find uh, a way to work their way through that top order. That's not easy. They all bat quite well. And so their position now, having got through the two main players who can anchor the innings, and they're playing against now more aggressive kinds of players who may give them more chances. Yes, Root out for 51, Stoneman 55, and Cook out for two. The day started with New Zealand hoping they were going to get into a position whereby they were the only ones who could win the Test match. And I think they did that with an outstanding batting performance. Yeah, Nichols was the heart of it all, wasn't he? Uh, a watchful defence for a start. He worked particularly hard on his position of the off stump. He had to restart and all those sorts of things throughout his innings. He let a lot of balls go by. He was composed. He put away his instincts to attack for a while and had to work just close and take singles. And then he kind of showed a sympathetic sort of way of uh, the role of the state of the innings, of what he had to do. And that's a really important part of a of a middle order player, yeah. to, to work with altering circumstances, adapting to them. So once Williamson fell he quelled the possibility of New Zealand falling short of a decent total. He had partnerships right the way through from Watling to Southie. Those, those partnerships were important too, weren't they? And he'd made a point of that when he spoke at the end of the game, didn't he? Absolutely. And, and he progressively became more, you know, more aggressive as he went through. And those nice shots through the mid-wicket. And he slowly brought drives either side of the stumps. And, of course, his signature cuts and pulls. So a really good performance by Nichols that held everything together. Two hundreds for him now. One against South Africa, one against England. Big teams. And becoming much more reliable. Position number five in the batting order has been up for the decision for some time, and he served a fairly long apprenticeship, but he's starting now to show the value of the patience that the selectors have shown him and the fact that he's uh, changed his game accordingly to the requirements of the team. That's good, isn't it? That means improvement. In the last eight sort of or nine innings, I think he's averaging over 40, which is the sort of thing that New Zealand need. They've got strength at, at, at three and four, and they need someone to continue that through the lower order. New Zealand got through to 427 
Brisbane for eight, Watling 31, De Grundholm 29, Astill 18 and Southie 25, all featured in good performances and partnerships with Nichols, who ended the day 145 not out, 18 fours in that innings. He batted for 268 deliveries and 480 minutes at the crease. An outstanding contribution, the highlight of the day coming from Henry Nichols. Here's this next delivery to uh, Nichols, and Nichols hits this one through the offside on the up. That'll race out towards the boundary for four. Here's Overton again, bowling to Nichols this time, and Nichols drives oh, down the shot. ground. Handsome stroke, that's going for four. Bowls again to uh, Nichols, who chops us on the offside, out towards point. This time he's going to have 100. He's going to get two as the ball is fielded inside the boundary, and Henry Nichols has another Test Match 100. 100 well-deserved. 228 balls, 345 minutes, takes his hat off and waves to the crowd. His second Test 100 for Henry Nichols. He bowls to Nichols. He gets a healthy outside edge. Would have gone straight into the paws of Alistair Cook. Had just been moved. Nichols gets a low full toss and he's going to slash it away to the third man. Boundary for four is Moen Ali. Well, how's that to end the day with the wicket of Joe Root? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a big wicket to finish today. Obviously, he's playing nicely, so... Um, that late spell from Baldy, yeah, was huge for the uh, to finish the day like that. Huge for you today. That must have been satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to it was nice to contribute. It was nice to I guess put us in a, a lead as big as we wanted, and I guess leaving time as well to hope we take that ten wickets. It looked like you were involved in a fair bit of hard work right through that inning, though. Yeah, it was. You know, I think uh, credit to England with the way they bowled and put us under pressure, and it was obviously a bit of a stop start innings with the rain the last couple of days. So um, it was pleasing to, to work through that, and I guess right throughout the innings we were able to build partnerships, and it was credit to the guys the way we managed to build that total. Yeah, those partnerships were good, particularly the one with Kane. Yeah, it was. You know, it's nice batting with someone that that experience, obviously, and the way he played was quality. So um, it was nice to yeah, nice to continue that on today with the likes of BJ and Tim as well. There's a lot of talk about the pitch and the ball being the first day-night game. How did you find it to bat? Was it easy batting? Uh, I think it just goes through periods. It seems sometimes when the lights come on, it doesn't actually do as much as we think, but then later on it can sort of move around a bit off the seam and probably not as much swing as I think a lot of people thought uh, the pink ball might, but uh, certainly off the wicket there's some assistance here. Was a century on your mind or was it a matter of building those partnerships you were talking about because, you know, it, 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 you're a player who likes to play strokes but you had to tailor your game according to the conditions, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I guess it was nice to work through those periods where it was tough at times and come out the other side where you score a few more runs. But, I mean, I've been in the position before when I got out on 90 on the against Bangladesh. I learned a lot from that in terms of, I guess, putting in perspective that I needed to get more than 100 and to get 140-odd what I ended up on. So it was nice to obviously get the 100, but it was also nice to kick on and get us to the total we, want, we wanted. Is that, is that why you played the big shot down the ground on 94 and missed by a couple of inches? Oh yeah, I know, that's what Tim said. He said it's the smallest boundary in the world and world crew and you can't even clear it. So um, yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it would have been nice to do it like that. But it was, yeah, so it was just nice to have a good day with the bat and then the way we finished with the ball today was great. It must be satisfying for your overall game though. So you're cementing yourself in that position and doing the job that's required of the team there. Yeah, I think I've been pretty lucky. You know, I've had a lot of support throughout so far in my career with the team. You know, I never felt under pressure for my place or anything like that. So I've just tried to keep getting better and um, know that you know I keep following my process that I'll actually start you know delivering the results that I want to and I believe I can do. You're in a pretty strong position. Um, you seem to be the only side that can win this Test match. England have got to try and save it, don't they? Yeah, I guess so. We've got you know seven wickets. It was nice, nice way to finish the day today. It'll uh, be important we start well in the morning and. Um, yeah, we started the day well and then the boys hopefully take the momentum on to seven more wickets.
little celebration when you went in there to get that wicket. The the captain's always a good wicket to get, isn't he? Oh, yeah, it's a huge wicket. You know, Joe's obviously a quality player. And I like to say, the way that uh, Bolte and even Tim at the end there ran and put him under pressure with the slightly older ball was uh, credits, obviously, their class. Congratulations, your second 100 goal and enjoy it. Thanks, Wads.